This episode of the podcast is brought to you by being a dick to your past self, like moving the remote and then not remembering where you put it, just to show your future self. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that dresses exceptionally well for this episode. I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And today we are here to discuss character designs that we love. And you mentioned it too. Like this was, you were like, oh, this is going to be like really, really hard. Like I'm not going to have enough time to prepare for this. (laughs) And then just same thing as me, just flowing. (laughs) Like, oh my God, I loved the design of this person. No, I love the design of this person. Yeah. Um, and obviously like this is kind of like opinionated because you know these are the ones that we pick mm-hmm. um, but you can kind of see like an aesthetic of like more or less ones that just overall look absolutely great and, yeah. like you can get a majority of people that are like that's a cool design yeah I will say that like I've I very much have like a like I've, I've come I like, came to realize that like I have a very specific type of lead character that I that I really enjoy like mm-hmm. a very specific it's either the ones who are like based in like reality, most of them all look very similar. Mm-hmm. And then the ones who are more in like the let's say like a comic book type style, um, those ones. There's only a few that I have there, mm-hmm. but like anybody who's based in reality is like, I they all look very similar. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. I, I have a very specific taste. <laughs> yeah, as do I. But mine's a little like scattered at times. Yeah, and I think like it's important to have a design that works that like is cool to look at yeah um just because then you have a character that like even if they're not like morally or like acting wise great you have someone where you're like that's a cool look yeah and that sometimes can actually save a character yeah so i just counted my list because i actually didn't count i have 10 i have nine so so i can make a 10th like right on the spot (laughs) yeah um so why don't you give us uh your I, so I'll be on. Mine aren't really going to be in any specific order. Yeah, mine either. Okay. So um, my first one is K from Blade Runner twenty nine or twenty forty nine. He was in my uh, like recommend or my didn't quite make the list, but you know honorable that, mention that jacket, man. Yeah, it's cool. Like that green jacket with like the fur on there, just absolutely cool, and adds like this aesthetic to a character that already is emotionless, and to have a play on. Um, Harrison Ford's character with his jacket in the first film yeah, to kind of showcase like okay this is the evolution mm-hmm. I just think like the jacket in itself really kind of like made this mystique to yeah. Kay and I thought that was like really cool above all else being a very interesting movie yeah I love I actually really like that movie a lot I'm glad I'm glad I recommend like I did that we did I'm this glad we podcast. did the first Blade Runner to do this I'm not really that <laughs> I, don't really, I, don't I still go back and forth of like I kind of like it but I think I, I'll hate it I don't really like it um <laughs> all right so mine I have a Ryan Gosling character too but mm-hmm. I, I won't do him first um I want to go with Lieutenant Aldo Rain mm-hmm. um just everything about Lieutenant Aldo Rain like from the scar on the oh. neck to, and I love that they don't explain it too. yeah to the the accent mm-hmm. that he has and just I really enjoy like the military outfit that he that he wears and the big ass knife that mm-hmm. he carries and um the mp40 that he walks around with and the mustache yep, like everything say... about him and the and the haircut like mm-hmm. everything about him is just like manly 
And that's something that like you're gonna notice is like all of the characters that I have to me come across like like that's a that's what a man looks like. Mm-hmm. And to me, like Lieutenant Aldarain is like the, the epi- man. Yeah, like is just absolutely like when that man walks in, like he deserves attention. Like he he everybody's eyes go to Lieutenant Aldarain because he just looks so cool. And it's weird too because it's like in in a film where you have like the bastards and like you have this group, and Aldarain stands out above them. Yeah. Yeah, so like he just has like that immediate charisma from his look, mm-hmm. and I love that with him. Um, keeping it in the same realm as uh, just manly men, uh, Sean Connery's James Bond. Just pretty much all James Bonds. They're just pretty like suave. The suits, man. Yeah. Like specifically the white suits, like just awesome to look at, and you know, like he's going to be a badass and get into fights. And and still keep the suit clean. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy because I've actually never seen any of them. Mm-hmm. I've the, never watched any of the James Bonds except for like Casino Royale. That's like mm-hmm. literally. I think that, and I may have seen Skyfall. Okay, yeah. yeah. So like, the so I ones. only know what's his name, Daniel. Mm-hmm. No, something. I don't know, da- Daniel Craig. I only know Daniel Craig as James Bond. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody else. I don't know Sean Connery. I don't know. The others, other actor here. <laughs> I don't remember. Sean Connery other. really is like the James Bond. Like he was the one of like shaken, not stirred. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so that's always like the line that like everybody thinks of. There's not. There's a couple of them that like aren't great, and I've seen like bits and pieces from yeah most of them. Um, but I know like Doctor No, and I think Octopussy are Octopussy, like yeah. are like the better ones. Yeah. Um, but I mean, still like James Bond, just in general. The aesthetic of the suit while fighting, like these organizations, the, one, the pistol with the silencer, like <laughs> just having a martini Always. and a cigar or a cigarette, like yeah. just it—it's like this old school, like '60s classy, like yeah. badass. Yeah, because it's like it's kind of like a stark contrast with mine, where it's like. I I always gravitate more towards like the ruggedly mm-hmm. handsome and the and he and like Bond is on like the suave handsome mm-hmm. like like you said like the martini glass guy and I like the guy who sits at the bar with a and gets like a shot of whiskey yeah and, you know like that's just like it, uh, that's that's funny mm-hmm. um, okay so my next is Daniel Plainview from yeah. There Will Be Blood the mustache the, the mustache <laughs> the wide brim the wide brim hat. Uh, the really tall, high boots mm-hmm. that he wears, and he tucks his pants. He tucks, he, uh, tucks his pants into the like tweed suits. Um, just the suspenders. He, the suspenders, yeah. The the he he's always I uh, he's he's always has. It's something that I just noticed. I I, I rewatched Derby Blood last night, mm-hmm. and um, something that I never noticed was that when he's at his desk, there's always um like a mason jar filled with um pipes mm. and in a lot of the scenes he's he's holding a pipe in his hand or it's like in his pocket or something so i was like he, that to me is like the ultimate like manly man like of like like the way that he dresses because it's it's kind of suave mm-hmm. But he, but he, but he's also an oil man, so like he gets dirty. Yeah, he has that ruggedness. Yeah, so like the tweed suits are like clean, but like it, I don't know, like they're just the tweed to me is just like perfect. Like yeah. there's something about like that rough texture and the browns, and he, and it's a, it's it's very almost like military esque, like his pants that he wears. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, and the wide brim hat. Obviously, mm-hmm. I pretty much only wear wide brim hats, and yeah. it's mostly because of Daniel Plainview. I'm like, <laughs> that's a badass hat. Like that, I like that. Um, and he's always got the pipe in his hand, and the way that he talks, mm-hmm. like everything about how what he, like everything that makes up Daniel Plainview for me is like completely complete. Like, it's just the perfect man. The one thing that, like, I always, like, gravitate towards with Daniel Plainview is, like, the mustache with that five o'clock shadow yeah. for the rest of his face. Yeah. Like, that always, to me, is, like, a really cool look for facial hair. Oh, yeah. If I could, if my mustache could grow as thick as mm. thick as Daniel Day-Lewis's, I, that's what I would do. See, I have, like, the opposite effect. Like, I can get the mustache, but I can't get anything <laughs> else. <laughs> so, it's like, okay, I can have the mustache, but I can't have that awesome five o'clock yeah. shadow with everything right. else. Yeah. Um, for my next one, I'm going to go opposite again, go more of like the delicate side. And that is Danny towards the end in Midsommar. Um, like when she oh, actually becomes yes. the, the day queen mm-hmm. and she gets like that full white suit with like, or full white dress with the um, flower headpiece. And then even towards the end when she's just covered in flowers. Yeah. Um, it just builds like this really cool aesthetic that we talked about in Midsommar where she's in like pajamas for like most of the film and now she becomes like this queen quote unquote and you see like the the brightness and like the light of her even though she's in a cult now um, yeah. you can see that like she kind of has like found peace and the clothing kind of symbolizes that where yeah, it's she- like it's like the perfect of you know like throughout the entire movie she's wearing like baggy sweats mm-hmm. it's like she doesn't fit in and then she and then finally once she becomes the may queen she has like nicely fitted clothes metaphorically now mm-hmm. she fits in like yeah. she's finally found a place where she fits in and obviously aesthetically that movie is just gorgeous yes. like everything about that movie is just beautiful and Danny's outfit towards the end is absolutely like just stunning mm-hmm. all right now we're going to get into a little not so... Uh, rugged. No, not even not so rugged, just not based in reality. Mm-hmm. And that is the whole idea of, like, the Mandalorians mm. and, like, Boba Fett, Jango Fett. The like, armor that suit, armored, yes. like, helmet, the really cool fucking, uh, like, laser pistols that they have, mm-hmm. the cape. Uh, yeah, Boba Fett's, like, side cape. Yeah. I'll say this. Side capes... You can't wear them all the time, <laughs> but boy, when there's a situation where you can, <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, I love just, I don't know, like, there's just something so badass mm-hmm. about that character. I love the full metal suit, and then, like, even once they get into, like, the later episodes where you get, like, the red ones mm-hmm. and, like, the ones that have, like, different colors and, like, different, they just, like, represent, like, different, um whatever, I guess, like, uh, different classes yeah. and different like um like areas that they've come from yeah um and then of course too like you know with getting like the signet on the shoulder it's like okay what beast have like you slain that symbolizes yeah. you it's just so badass mm-hmm. and like i love the idea of like them not being able to take off their helmets like like that yeah. like stays on you do not take off your helmets and the whole idea of like you don't know the man or woman behind the mask or helmet it's just it's just perfect and mm-hmm. like the mandalorian is just such a it just looks aesthetically beautiful yeah and like i love again 
like it's cool like when they're pristine but it's even cooler when they're like when they've just got into like a battle and they're like all like their armor's all fucked up well that's where like boba fett was always like the coolest because like he is through and through like just battle worn Mm -hmm. like every movie just battle worn and it creates this really cool effect within star wars where you have a class system like a, a species a religion all through shown throughout an armor yeah and the armor being so badass is really what sells it for me mm-hmm. um the only thing that like slightly annoyed me with mandalorians was like he doesn't have like the little scouter and, on yeah, the yeah <laughs> on the helmet and like coming from like Boba Fett and Jango Fett, like I want that. Yeah. But hey, you know what? There's a third season coming out, so. But the other thing is like, I see, because I don't, I'm not really that like deep into Star Wars like you are. But like, does is the Mandalorian like before Boba, after Boba? Well, it's a religion, so like, um, because I thought they were all clones of Jango. Uh, kind, well, no. So like, the clones were uh, a clone of Jango. Um, Boba was Jango's actual son. son. Um, and then the Mandalorians were just a religion, okay. um, Bo- based around like killing and hunting. But are Boba and Jango Mandalorians? Yes. Okay. So Mandalorians are just like, okay. So they're it's just... more of a religion. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I like the Mandalorians. Um, keeping it in the same realm too, as like fantasy stuff, uh, Hellboy. Ron Perlman. I was, Ron I was Perlman specifically. Him. I was thinking about it, but I don't know. I don't know. So, so, like, the jacket? The leather, the, like, the big la- ass leather jacket's really cool. And, like, the giant fist yes. hand things are pretty badass. The aesthetic of, like, the right hand of Doom. <laughs> yeah. Really cool. Um, and then you have, like, the smaller hand and then, like, you know, the, uh, the Good Samaritan gun. Yeah. Like, just really, really cool. Um, I've seen, like, in incarnations too from like comics and like from the uh animated movies where like he has like this bigger bulkier like uh upper torso and like these small little goat legs (laughs) and i'm not really a big fan of that it's more of like ron perlman's where like you know you have this larger than life guy and he just fully fits and then later on, like, when he gets, like, the horns fully grown out, yeah, it just looks really, really cool. Yeah. Um, plus that full red. Mm-hmm. Like, you just can't beat that. Yeah. And to have Ron Perlman's voice just fit so perfectly and have, like, this wise-ass, like, uh, smart mouth style to him just adds to this badass look yeah. with the sound. Yeah. I have somebody who's very similar. Um but I don't Nightcrawler. Want to, no, no, no. I'm not going to mention him yet just because I don't want to go back to back because it's kind of like very similar as to like reasons why. Mm-hmm. Um, but keeping it with Star Wars, surprisingly, because hmm. I don't really like Star Wars that much, but Darth Maul. Yeah. Because Darth Maul is pretty much just Lucifer. Like, he yeah. just looks like <laughs> Satan. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Darth Maul has always been like that really cool aesthetic. Yeah. And I, I again, like, I always say that I wish that they, that he, in, in live action form, they mm-hmm. gave him more, like, screen time because in the movie he walks onto screen and and the way that he's like the way that he's like spoken about is like he is one of the most badass mm-hmm. uh what are they called not jedis uh sith sith ever mm-hmm. and then he just gets cut in half and like yeah. tossed down the fucking pit but like well plus the two, fucking he's... all black suit that mm-hmm. he wears like it's not a suit it's like a i don't even know what it is it's like a 
I don't know. It's like a martial arts kind yeah. of thing. Well, because the actor actually knew like martial yeah. arts too, which was like he's the only one that actually knew like. Yeah, how I know. To fight. Then you got fucking. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> fucking uh, Liam Neeson running around. Yeah, and, he's like, no. oh. <laughs> and he's like, "It's hot." I'm wearing like four layers. <laughs> um, but he's just so badass. The horns on the head, mm-hmm. the black and red face, which is borderline like horrifying. Yeah, like, he literally looks like a horror movie creature. And then that one shot where like he pulls out the lightsaber, the and, dual lightsaber, and it comes, comes out, out one end, it's... and then the other end, everybody lost their fucking it's mind. Fucking it's fucking incredible, mm-hmm. and he is by far, hands down, one of my favorite design characters ever. He's also, always stuck with me, even though I don't really like that mm-hmm. Star Wars that much. Darth Maul has always been like the one I'm like, that's my favorite character, and yeah. he's and he's on. He's got three minutes of screen time, and I don't know anything about him, but he just <laughs> looks so badass. I know. <laughs> There's other stuff too, where it's like later on, like you know when he comes back with like his um, spider-like things. Yeah, I don't, know. Spider- I don't know if I buy that. And like the horns are like grown out more, so like he's crazy. Yeah. So it's really cool. Yeah. I don't so know. The, the spider legs didn't last that long, though. He got like actual legs. Yeah. But um, but it's still really really cool. Um. So up next, I have. Mad Max. Doesn't matter which incarnation, like, between um, Tom Hardy or, um, what's his name? Oh, uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter which. It's always, like, that same kind of aesthetic of the dirty, rugged from being in, like, the wasteland and then having that leather jacket with one of the arms cut off. Like, one of the... Uh, the arms of the leather jacket not not their yeah, arm no, still having an arm <laughs> but having like that leather jacket with like the pad on it no. like was always to me like the simplest way to showcase like hey this is like this dystopian era mm. and going along to with just being like a person that like is just going to literally shoot you with like a sawed off shotgun if you get too close right just really cool really selling the fact of like okay this is killer be killed yeah it kind of like plays into like my favorite like i i have a character who similarly not dresses but like brings off that aesthetic of just like biker gang like just leather Mm -hmm. and it's like that's a that's a that's a man yeah (laughs) (laughs) um all right cool so now i have going back to more of like a reality based character uh blondie from the good the bad and the ugly Mm. so i don't know if you've actually ever seen the good the bad and the ugly but it's a long movie yeah it's like four hours long it's long and it's all like overdubbed Mm -hmm. so like the audio is very italian originally it's just just very weird um but it's incredible Mm -hmm. uh clint eastwood's character right yeah so clint eastwood's blondie is just like got kind of like what you were saying about the side cape. He's got like the mm-hmm. side poncho, mm-hmm. and again like the western hat and like the belt with the bullets, and then the pistols and the cigar in the mouth. And Clint Eastwood just being so ruggedly handsome when he was young, and just like again like the five o'clock shadow, and he just has this like walk about him like he's the most badass guy in the fucking desert, and mm-hmm. and you will lose in a duel to him. Like it's just. <laughs> There's something about, like, that, again, there's just something about that aesthetic to me of, like, that rugged, like, that overly ruggedly handsome man, mm-hmm. like, that I just really, really love. Yeah. And 
the western like adding like the dirty the dirtiness of like the western where like they they're not bathing very often they're mm-hmm. always sweaty their boots are dirty their jeans are dirty their pants are dirty whatever it is like it's just it's just perfect to me and having that cigar in the mouth all yeah. the time yeah it's just it's just badass um my next one I'm going to group together just because it's the same actress of Natalie Portman but um her character in Black Swan towards the end mm-hmm. Um, just really, really cool. Like when she's dancing, she has like the winged makeup yep. and like the hair all up, and it's completely black outfit. Yeah, like really cool. And um, when we actually get to talk about Black Swan at some point, did we not do it? Nope, we I haven't done we Black did. Swan. Yet. Nope, not yet. Okay, we've done other uh, Darren Aronofsky stuff, but yeah, not Black Swan. Um, and like just the full transformation from like her in the beginning to this now, where it's yeah. like she's fully taken over really really cool um and then of course two in v for vendetta with the shaved head like just a really cool aesthetic and i don't <laughs> think a lot of people could have pulled it off more than natalie portman yeah um what and about what about v yeah i, I <laughs> you were like it's weird you were like, like i want I, natalie portman but i, did, I didn't actually think about v. i didn't actually think about v um <laughs> the the mask is like really really awesome yeah um the long hair the cape the the top hat and yeah. like literally He's going around like killing people in like this three piece suit. Yeah, is really in cool. Like yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. Um. All right. My next one is Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator. Mm-hmm. So the Terminator. Yes. Uh, kind of like similar, like Mad Max, like leather jacket, mm-hmm. leather the sunglasses, pants, sunglasses. Um, sawed off shotgun. Sawed off shotgun. Very similar, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I really enjoy kind of like going back to what I was saying about like the Mandalorian, like the the war torn one, mm-hmm. where he's like been shot and his eye, like when he has to perform oh, the so, surgery on himself, uh, Judgment Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like got his arm opened up, and then his eye is like half missing a lot of his skin, so you just got like the red light coming through, and he's like do, like performing like whatever on his arms and stuff. Like really, really cool. Oh, what a badass fucking mm-hmm. like oh, just <laughs> one again, and two. That's it. <laughs> I fucking love I love uh, J- Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. It's Judgment real. Day is really good. <laughs> <laughs> the Terminator is just yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, One and two. That's yeah. it. Yeah, they're really good. Um, I have two more, and I want to save like an obscure one for last. Okay. Uh, so my next one is Django at the end of the film in like that full like velvet suit. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, even so, like b- early on, the like blue. the blue is really cool. <laughs> and then later on too, like when he gets like more comfortable and like he gets like the more like cowboy aesthetic clothing yeah. and like the top hat to him too, mm-hmm. like really really cool. And we've talked about it before, where it's like you get like this western superhero type vibe from him. Yeah. Um, and even too, like the the circle glasses really awesome just mm-hmm. adding like this aesthetic where at the end like he's fully confident in himself and his ability yeah and now he can like showcase that through his clothing and the horse at the end mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> just like dancing it's thing it's fucking yeah so you only have two you have one more now yeah I have one all more. right so let me i'll go through uh so heath ledger's joker yes for me is like incredible like i love the scars on the mouth mm-hmm. um the, the purple suit that isn't like it, it doesn't feel like overly comic booky and like the makeup that he wears again doesn't feel overly comic booky it feels real mm-hmm. um and like the small details with like the makeup on the finger so like he's actually like you can tell that he's applying it on himself and it's not just like always done um 
and and then like when he's in prison and he's just got like the shirt tucked in with the vest and then the pants and you can see like the cool stuff like everything yeah. about Heath Ledger's Joker to me is like even perfect. the hair too where it's like it really just doesn't look like it was applied well yeah it's like not really like like it's green but it's not really like mm. all, like a really good green it's, just it's like, like he just had like slightly blonde hair and like threw it on for 15 minutes and yeah. just went out with it yep um Marv from Sin City yeah. Which kind of was like the Hellboy one, where mm-hmm. it's like it feels very similar, like the like the giant like chin that he has, and like the leather jacket, and like he just looks like too big, mm-hmm. um, and like he doesn't look like he can really like walk through a door frame that easily. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 all. you can kick your teeth in. <laughs> yeah. Um. And again, that like that and like the kind of like the crew cut that he's got. Mm-hmm. Again, just like that really ruggedly handsome. Like go to a bar and only drink shots of whiskey yep. and like. It's just to me like everything that I want, mm-hmm. um, and then <laughs> and the bandage is all on you too. Yeah, uh, and then before I get to my last one, my second to last one is Luke from A Place Beyond the Pines, which I know you haven't seen yet. Oh, uh, Ryan uh, Gosling's Ryan character, Gosling's character mm-hmm. where he's got like the blonde hair, the like the white T-shirt, like riding the motorcycle, tattoos yep. all over. Uh, face tattoos, everything. It's just like a badass kind of look, and like that kind of again plays to like for like what I was saying with when you when you mentioned um Mad Max. It's like that biker gang kind of feel. He's kind of more of like the greaser type type Mm -hmm. of feel. Um, always has like a pack of cigarettes like folded up on like the you know on like the t shirt type. Uh, it's just like to me that's just like fucking awesome. Just badass. Yeah. Uh, last one from anime. Uh, that we no, we did so like you actually know so Kanida from Akira. I don't remember who that is. Um, the one that the wore all the red like leather with mm. the pill biker yeah, jacket. Yeah, yep. The pill biker jacket is possibly the most iconic thing from the movie. Yeah. Um, besides the bike, of course. Well, besides the fucking giant crater that's left from it. <laughs> Um, I just, I always go back to it and I'm like, man, like that's, that's one of those things where it's like, I, I'm, I would rock like the geek style of like, if I had that jacket, I would wear it all the time. Yeah. Um, cause it's just so cool looking and like the full red with the full red bike just matches this aesthetic to the character of being kind of like, again, this biker kid. Yeah. Um, in this dystopian world that has basically given up on surviving yeah. and you have to survive for yourself. Yeah. Like just a really, really cool look where it's just so vibrant in such a dull and abysmal place. Yeah. Very neon. Mm-hmm. All right. My last one. And again, this isn't like my number one or anything. No specific order uh, is King Leonidas from 300. You know it's funny when you mentioned like Sin City, I was like, man, you know what? Like 300 as well. Yeah. So, uh, Gerard Butler as King Leonidas mm-hmm. with like the beard, especially like when they go to war and he's mm-hmm. got like the helmet on with yep. the fucking like mohawk. When they cut like just the bit off, like from the mohawk. Yeah. And like he's still going. <laughs> and he's also like one of three people that doesn't have spray on abs. Yeah, exactly. Like, he actually he's worked actually for just those. Jacked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of crazy because he got like the red cape, but like it's just weird because like generally, like for the most part, he's kind of just running around in like leather underwear, but mm-hmm. like he's still just like so badass. Well, that was um, like the cool thing too, like for their people, where it's like you know they they don't 
believe in armor because it weighs them down yeah. like just be a good fighter <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah i mean king leonidas for me uh like it's just everything about it again it just speaks to everything i've been saying like the ruggedly handsome like guy like dirty got scars all over mm-hmm. his body uh the sword is fucking badass yeah. the shields are really great i love the spears i actually i really love 300 as a movie mm-hmm. um, it's just very aesthetically pleasing oh yeah too. it's beautiful it's like in my opinion like probably Zack snyder's best movie mm-hmm. um well he also worked with um frank frank miller yeah. too so like because that's one of two movies that Frank Miller ever worked on was 300 and Sin City yeah. because he wrote both of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, King Leonidas for me is just like one of the ultimate badasses mm-hmm. and will forever be like solidified as one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That is it. We would like to hear what you guys think. Um, you know, I was thinking, I was really trying to think of like, like women lead characters mm-hmm. And you, you obviously had a few, and, like, I really couldn't think of any that, like, really stood out to me. And, like, it, it was kind of bothering me. Mm-hmm. Like, I was thinking, like, like Beatrix Kiddo from, like, Kill Bill, but I was like, yeah. I don't know, like... The jumpsuit it, is really it's cool. It's cool, but, like, I wouldn't call that, like... Like, it's iconic for mm-hmm. sure, but, like, it's not, like, my fate. Like, it doesn't make me think, like, oh, like, that's, like, one of the greatest things ever. Mm-hmm. The Bride of Frankenstein. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it bothered me that I didn't have anybody really that, um, like, horror. I was thinking about horror, too. And I was like, I was even trying to think, like, Michael Myers, but I was mm-hmm. like, it's just a fucking jumpsuit in a mask. Yeah. Even, like, Freddy Krueger is like, okay, yeah. he's just wearing, like, a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously, like, this is kind of hard because this is just, like, what we allowed, like, time lot wise yeah. for us. There's so many. Yeah. Because there are ones that you picked where it's like, fuck, like, why didn't I think of that? Like, yeah. Darth Maul and, and like, Mandalorians. It's yeah. like, that's a me thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like, um, obviously, like, you know, there are so many more. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So what movie are we doing next? Well, I have a recommendation first. Oh, bullshit. Um, and we actually were talking about it right before we started. Uh, The new game that I'm playing, Biomutant. Yes. Actually a lot of fun. Um, I, I'm hoping that a lot of people here have been playing it. Um, I know for a lot of people, it was kind of like, it's cool, but it's also bad. <laughs> and literally the first two days, I was like, it's cool, but it's also bad. Um, but I'm actually having fun with it now just because I'm not playing any of the story mode or anything like that. I'm just literally like going and exploring the world. Yeah. And if you don't know what Biomutant is, you basically play as your creation because you get to customize everything of an anthropomorphic like raccoon and you try to save the world because the tree of life is dying and you must kill these world eater monsters Mm -hmm. to save it. But you also told me that you're just, like, going to let the tree die. Yeah, you can choose. Like, do you want to be on the dark side or the light side? Yeah. Um, And there's a lot of, like, stuff where it's, like, all, like, character-driven stuff where you can choose, like, do I want to be an asshole or do I want to be a good guy? Um, And there's so many customizations to the point where I'm just exploring and I'm literally fighting things that are, like, three times more powerful than me just to get better stuff. Yeah. And then going back to the main missions and being like, I'm so much stronger than you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I'm giving it a chance and I I really think that it is fun. Um, And if nothing else, then it's something to occupy my time for a little bit. There you go. Mm -hmm. So Biomutant. All right. So what movie are we doing next, Zach? Well, Frank, we kind of been talking about it a little bit and um, I want to do First Cow. A24. Mm -hmm. I think it's time. 
<laughs> I think we're mature enough. It's it's getting hot out at this point in time, um, summertime. So why not do a nice fall movie to kind of like <laughs> calm us down a little bit? Because <laughs> boy, I hate the heat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So first cow for May twenty four. All right, uh, Zach, take us out. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Now Frank, roll the credits. <laughs>